0: Award winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer, and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody, and
1: welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. It's gonna be a fun show today. We are uh, on location outside of the studio today with Mr. Tommy Woods. He's one of our commissioners and we're excited to be uh, with him today in Piney Flats, Tennessee. So, uh, Tommy, thank you for having us. You're a very
2: welcome. Good to have you guys. Yeah, yeah. we're excited. Welcome, welcome to beautiful East Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. God's country, they say, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just watching a buck run a doe out the front window here.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was awesome to see. Oh yeah!
0: And before that, on our way in, we get off the interstate. And we start heading in. You know, of course, it's morning when we're traveling, and we see those mountains stacked up. You know, just just in the background. You probably drive by them and don't even notice them. You see them all. I, I all notice the time.
2: them continuously. Oh, do you? It Okay. Never good, gets old. Good for you. It, it really does. I can see and that. I, we always tell all those Flatlanders in West Tennessee that we've got the we've got the pretty end of the state up here. It
1: is beautiful. It really is. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for the invite. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys could come up. I'm glad you're enjoying the area. Well, I'm uh, I did I don't want to fail to mention Mr. Don King helping me co-host. Oh so. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You appreciate bet. you jumping in today, Don. Sure. And, uh, normally, when we're out here, we have uh, regional coordinators, you know, help us out. Uh-huh. It's Matt's region, and he'll be on a, a few shows that we're shooting while we're here. But uh, we. Uh, uh, just glad to be here with you, Tommy, and uh, excited to sure. chat with you. Uh, oh, something we ask everybody and we, we like to learn about is how did you get introduced into the outdoors and what uh, you know what led you uh, down the path of being a sportsman and, and that kind of thing? I actually
2: grew up in uh, Unicoi County, uh, a little town called Irwin, about 35 miles from here. And um, if you wanted to deer hunt, back then you were limited to Unicoi county and and johnson county there was no deer around here at uh-huh. all in sullivan county so um i had a brother that you guys have had a podcast with before oh, yeah, wildcast kim, Gas, kim. Mm-hmm. and uh he's an avid hunter was still is and i had an uncle larry murphy that was uh, a sportsman as well so when i was young i had a 20 gauge shotgun with pumpkin ball and they would always they wouldn't take me to their best spot but they would drop me off somewhere on the way okay (laughs) (laughs) so it was generally i saw a few deer and i froze to death but i really enjoyed being outside and enjoyed that time so that's uh that's how it started Yeah. yeah
1: Do you, do you enjoy fishing as well is that something you i enjoy? do
2: i do i don't fish as much as i hunt mm-hmm. uh, but uh, i have got a good friend that uh, striper fishes here on boone reservoir and he takes me quite often and we do really well awesome so we, we catch a lot of stripers and we also catch quite a few trout out there so that's the majority of my fishing there you go that sounds fun and
0: boone's been going through some transition here with the the, the dam repair and and refurbishing and all and uh so we've learned a little bit about that on a recent show and and uh but boy the expectations from what we hear are just through the roof as far as habitat for fish when those those banks get grown up and and are covered up again with water
2: yes that is correct and um we got some exciting news a few weeks back or a month or so ago that we're going to be having the F1 Florida Strang bass oh, stocked okay. in uh, 2022. That's when the, the dam or the reservoir will be back on regular schedule. Uh-huh. Uh, we hope it's full before then, but they'll not give us a regular schedule to 2022. So that's when I believe we'll have three years worth of Florida bass. Okay. And we're really hoping that they'll do what they did in Chickamauga mm. and really help the area, the economy—we've had a lot of uh, boat docks that struggled, uh-huh. and then some that has water during the the uh, low water that's done really well. But hopefully, everyone can profit from this.
0: And, that's good. And the
2: sportsmen will have a uh, some bigger fish to catch.
0: Well, we've learned it's no big, no easy deal to to do <laughs> what they've done to that dam to uh, make it make it stable and, and all and uh, yeah. man it's a uh, quite an undertaking yes but, but yeah. great to have it behind us once that, yes. that is finished
2: yeah the agencies worked with the TVA on yep. a lot of projects on that lake and uh, uh, TVA has been more than gracious with funds to help with those right. activities and they've, they've been a good partner to us
0: cooperating with boat ramps and that yes. sort of thing that we've that yes. we've Partnered with them on that's great.
2: Yes, yeah. And of course, you can't make everyone happy. There's always some <laughs> folks out there that you got these the uh you know the water skiers and they want all the brush cut, and then of course the fishermen they don't want any of the brush cut. Yeah, so right. that's been a compromise that uh-huh. I've been involved with a time or two. So yeah, just listening. Yeah, There's not a lot we can do about it, but
1: yeah. we can listen. Yep, it's uh, we were talking earlier. It's one of the most traffic. You know, there's a lot of traffic on Boone Lake. There's a lot of skiers, like you said, boaters, yes. uh, fishermen. Uh, I think we probably second to Percy Priest outside of Nashville that gets a lot of traffic. But Boone is a popular, yes. popular spot. That's that's
2: my understandings as as well. Um, obviously, with the lake levels being lower, the summer traffic's not been what it once was. Right. But as far as the fishing goes, it's it's been just as much, if not more, traffic out there because you know the fishers don't like to compete with the water skiers. So there's not a lot of that going on this summer. So it's offered more opportunity for the angler mm-hmm. to enjoy the lake, and and it has. And in those first couple of years that the water was drawn down. The fishing was really good because obviously <laughs> they, all they all were in the middle. And, and so, but it's leveled out now. We do expect when the reservoir refills that we'll go through that cycle in reverse. The fishing won't be as good for a few years and then it'll start to really come on strong.
1: Yeah. So can you expand on the economy there in that area? How's it affected the, the marinas and things like that?
2: Well, again, a lot of the marinas that uh, don't have any water. They just had to shut down. There's yeah. nothing they can do. Right. And then the ones that have water, there's maybe three or four on the lake. They've grown amazing. Yeah. The the growth they've had and the money they've spent to expand their docks and mm-hmm. to expand their spots, have a restaurants on on board, boat rentals, so forth and so on. They've done really, really well, especially with the pandemic and folks wanting to get outside mm-hmm. and um those folks have, have really done well.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. no complaints from them at all. So oh, that's great. Yeah. that's good. I mean, it's it, it's been hard on some folks, but others. Even with the pandemic involved, you know, that part of it plays another factor in all this. But yes, uh, for sure. So, uh, let's jump into to being a commissioner. You know, yeah. uh, it's a it's a tough job sometimes. And uh, what led you to this? Who? How did you learn about? being a commissioner, and, and you signed on, you said, I'll do it. You know, tell us how that all came together. Well, it was, um, I guess, faith. Um, hmm?
2: I have a good friend that was a former commissioner, and he called me up one day, and I said, you know, I'm getting ready to rotate off, and said, you'd probably make a better commissioner than I <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everyone knows who I'm speaking of. And, and um, so... He put my name in the hat. Uh-huh. I kindly thought, well, I'm just going to let that. If I get a, if I get a contact, if someone calls me, I'll take the next step. Well, I did. I got a, I got a call from uh, uh, Alex. It was over the governor's appointees. Okay, and he asked me a few questions. And just so happened later that day, I have a good friend call, and I was telling him about that. And I said, a gentleman named Alex called me, and he said, well, Alex is my best friend. (laughs) Well, one thing led to another, and uh, he didn't say he was best friend, but he said, Alex and I are really good friends. Good friends, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I got a call from Alex, and we chatted for a while, and the next call I got was from Governor Lee, asking me to serve. All right. So, that was actually... On my birthday a couple of years ago. <laughs> well, happy birthday. Yeah. Well, that was a good birthday. Brother. Yeah, that was a good birthday. <laughs> Speaking of birthdays. Oh, we, yeah. yeah. we yeah. got to talk about that. Lest yeah. we forget. Let's, let's do, uh, today's my wife's birthday. We need to mention that. Miss mm-hmm. Tammy, Tammy. Yes. She, and That'll keep us all out of trouble during the next meeting. Okay, <laughs> so gotcha. happy birthday, Tammy. Happy and, birthday. And
0: thank you to Tammy because she was the one who okayed this date for us to do the show, too. She okayed
1: so. the date. She bought the pastries. And also oh, made man. sure we had yes. Sally's pastry. Is that, uh, or what's the name? <coughs> Peggy Ann's. Peggy Ann's, I'm <laughs> sorry. Peggy Ann's Pastries, they're awesome.
0: <laughs> she, yeah. She is all about hospitality, too. Yes, she is. We've been around Miss Tammy at the commission meetings and things, and she she's a, a ball of sunshine. Yeah. She really is. She's, yeah. she's great. It's yeah. yeah. a
1: blessing to have her in my life. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, uh, Tammy. So that's awesome. Um, so you accepted the position. Uh, it sounds like you had a lot of good recommendations. Uh they felt like you were the man for the job. Yeah, apparently so, and um,
2: it's been a fit for me. It's just natural. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the woods, hunting and fishing. I know where the bear are at. I know where the deer are at. I know most of the bear hunters. Unicoi County is is uh, got avid bear hunters. Uh-huh. Sort of clannish. They have dogs, and you got the. Uh, like the Hatfield and McCoys. So um, I was aware of all of that, and um, it's just been a real good fit for me. Mm -hmm. Um, It has its challenges. As you well know, you you cannot make everyone happy. Yeah. You know, but my goal is to to allow a sportsman as much opportunity as possible without damaging the
1: resource and doing it safely. Right. And that's what you guys are there for. That's what we're here for yeah i mean you're like I you said you you grew up in the outdoors you've been around it you you can relate to a lot of the sure. the situations that the public feels like they're in or you know yeah. can't get a word in edgewise maybe sometime or something but uh you understand what they're going through yeah do. they've been there yeah sure have you talk about your first time in the woods or going out early in your in your in your hunting career not seeing many deer when was the first time you you saw one and harvested one
2: so i was 16 we got up at 3:30 in the morning, and threw a flat-bottom aluminum boat in the back of a pickup truck, and we drive to the Carter or the Unicoi Washington County line on Highway 81. We slide that boat in the Nolichucky River at 4:15, and that's back when it was cold every deer season. Yeah, and Yeah. <laughs> so we cross the river, and we take our warm clothes off, and we put them in a backpack. We got about a two-mile walk straight up. So we walk straight up to our stands. We take a towel, we dry all the sweat off us. We put our warm clothes back on. And just a little after daylight, I looked up on the ridge, and I seen this huge set of antlers coming right down the ridge. (laughs) You know, nice bowed-out antlers. So it stops, and I shoot it. Well, I get up there, and it's the biggest spike I've ever seen. (laughs) Hey, but it was my first year and it was warm. I, I hugged that. Deer so I got I got Really nervous And really cold Really quick So I just put my arms Around that deer And I got warmed up That's but awesome Anyhow it was, That's when the fun ended mm. so just, That's about remember, three hours later We got to the boat
0: I remember that Long yeah. trip up Well yes. at least You were coming
2: down Yeah but the deer Would the deer. try to pass us oh. and, and and then the trail Was on the side hill So we'd have to Pull it back up the hill And and uh, We were not oh, cold By gosh. the time we got The deer oh, out man Sure, but I can remember hunting there many times and having to get down out of my stand and start a fire just uh, just to stay warm. Just to yeah because there wasn't back no back. running to the truck or right right go warm up for a bit and come back. You were there all day, uh-huh.
1: period, yeah,
0: that's fun. that's yeah
2: I, you'll never forget that never for
0: sure never you can tell so. that memory pops back in all the details yeah. and everything just, yeah, I mean, just like it was yesterday and
2: then later on I had my my stepfather. The greatest man, Bruce Piller, a Vietnam vet, still living, a great man. Uh And um, he entered my life when I was around 11. Uh And and, uh, we did a lot of crappy fishing right here on the Boone Reservoir. And, and
0: uh, we did, caught a lot of. Crabby. Did it ever get better? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it was. That's back when it was. That's a midwestern joke.
2: That was, that's back when it was really good. Oh, okay, so you could t- tie a doll flies on six inches apart, and you'd get catch one, reel it in, and then another one. So you'd have two oh, two crappie every time. Oh wow! And that would be that way for thirty forty five minutes, and it quit. Uh uh-huh. And you might as well go home because it was <laughs> over with. But he. Uh, uh, he continued helping me in the outdoors and, and, and we we got come very attached to a wma called chuck swan yeah he had hunted down there most of his life so he would take me down on the juvenile hunt uh-huh. and it was an open hunt archery juvenile hunt and i had a, a 37 pound recurve herder's bow and a quiver full of aluminum so um all the fields had deer in them back then, so he would just stop fifty yards before we get to the field and let me out. So I would tiptoe up there like Peter Pan and I'd sling arrows <laughs> at the deer, and I'd come back to the car. I never hit one, but I had a great time trying. I really did. The bow wouldn't shoot fifteen yards before it started dropping, so I'd have to to arch in on them. But yeah, just great memories that Chuck Swan. Sure That's enough, good. I actually have a. A deer on the wall here that come from Chuck Swan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of good opportunities on public
2: land There are in Tennessee. In Tennessee, sure enough. We're so blessed to have some good WMAs, and then we have the Cherokee National Forest in the area. There's a lot of good deer
1: hunting there as uh-huh. well, and um, just a lot of opportunities, It's sure enough. Some folks would say it's, it's hard in East Tennessee to to hunt and it is a little bit tougher because you've got the mountains and and hill country and and different challenges that you may not have say middle tennessee and west well, how would you what would you say about that
2: well you know the i think our biggest struggle in this area would be ducks you know mm. the ducks in this area either have very poor navigational skills <laughs> or they're addicted <laughs> to light bread so that's our opportunities <laughs> to duck hunt uh. and um Other than that, I guess the quality of the deer, I see some large deer out of West Tennessee. I've taken some deer here out of West Tennessee that are are much larger antler-wise. But, um, you know, anymore, I I don't ever hunt without seeing deer. Yeah. And I, I couldn't say that. 15 20 years ago yeah it was really special to see a deer Uh uh-huh and now i'll see 15 20 deer every time i hunt now do i see monster bucks every time no but occasionally i do Uh yeah they're here they know how to hide they do (laughs) they know how to hide you're exactly right
0: that's how they get that old isn't it yeah yeah
2: Yeah. they don't
1: get that way by being dumb Uh uh-huh that's (laughs) uh yeah, so you got to be persistent. you got to know, know a good spot and hang out there for a while. Sure. And give, give it some, give it some sure. chances. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, let's see what else we had on our list today. I, I want to make sure we don't miss anything. Uh, you mentioned your brother uh, teaching you how to hunt and getting you out there and going with you. He's also trying to pass it on as well. We've, oh, yes. We've done a show with him, but can you elaborate on some of that that uh, he's doing? these
2: Tennessee Youth Outdoors. Um uh, provide opportunities for children that may have parents that don't hunt Uh or may have a single parent that, uh, there's no opportunities in that child's life for someone to mentor them hunting. So my brother had this idea, uh, 10, 12 years ago and we took maybe four or five hunters. And the next thing, uh, we knew we were taking 85 and 90 hunters (laughs) to different locations. Yeah, Um, man. And, um, (laughs) just those children that first time they see a turkey Uh and uh, to see the expression on their face and if they're so lucky to to harvest one it's just amazing yeah and it's something they remember forever yeah and um you know my brother it's just an idea he had and followed it and with some good help it's it's really grown unfortunately this year we had to cancel we didn't get to do anything because right. of the COVID. Right. But we're looking to to be bigger and better next year. Sure enough. I remember
0: that was the first opportunity I had to meet you was with with you and Kim. and yes. Your family members, some of them came to the to a commission meeting and and uh, they they gave a recognition to you guys for the sure. great work you'd been doing with the youth and and uh, it was yeah. really neat neat yeah. to hear more about it.
2: And then a few weeks back during the youth hunt. Uh, worked with the foundation, and we give a couple of children opportunity on a farm I have just down the road. Oh, okay. So, um, quick little story. I had a, a, a young man named Hudson and his father. They drove up from Knoxville, 90-mile drive. Uh-huh. And the um, kid was a genius, a 12-year-old <laughs> genius. He just spoke like a little man. But anyhow, we were fortunate enough to... Uh, to get him a deer that morning. Oh, neat. And then the other hunter was on my farm. He actually took, both of them took bucks. All right, awesome. So it wasn't big bucks. Uh, so Hudson wanted to come back. He had six siblings, so they wanted more meat. Oh, man. They <laughs> so wanted to come back <laughs> that evening and get a doe. Well, they did, and of course, you know, it's one buck a day in Tennessee, uh-huh. so you know what happens right after we get there. With So this huge buck comes out. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> (laughs) Hudson, you can't shoot that deer. I know, but I can look at it. (laughs) So, so we it it walked forty yards to the stand, turned broadside, just pretty as a picture. But Mm, uh, teasing, teasing. Yeah, but it was a good day. It it really was. We had a great time. Oh, that's good.
1: That's awesome that you've been able to, to do at least a little bit like right. that, you know, pass it on just a little bit because, you know, COVID always puts a, is putting a damper on a lot of things this year. but
2: Yeah, we only had four hunters total. That's all we felt comfortable and, and two of them hunting on my place and two on my brother's place. So, but we were all able to get deer.
1: When you have the 85 or 90 people, how do you spread those guys out? Do you have a lot of friends and family that help out? We're so
2: blessed to have landowners that volunteer their land and people that volunteer their time to to do the guide. And then the National Turkey Federation, they pitch in. They help. The agency helps. They always have someone there doing safety that meeting the night before. So it's actually a community and a team effort. And, and we've had no one ever turn us down. We had a lot of sponsors that return every year. Uh-huh. Some, well, I didn't give enough last year. I'm gonna give more because this is a good thing. Mm.
0: And so. it, as I recalled, isn't it? Don't you base some of the activity at the church? Or,
2: yes, we do. The, well, church? the meal is at the church. the near my brother's house. Yeah, that
0: uh, that helps. Too. Yes,
2: it helps. And they cook the meals and uh-huh. the kids. Uh, it is is a Christian based right organization yep and who enjoys god's outdoors exactly that's, that's the motto yeah out there it
1: is yeah that's awesome yeah
0: well uh hey if you don't mind sure. i was gonna jump in here i jump in i just want to a lot of times you know commissioners get recruited from this part of the state that part of the state in various backgrounds all share that i love the outdoors of course but all different kinds of businesses, too. Tell us a little bit about your business.
2: So it's a family-owned, operated business. Uh-huh. Ele- electrical contracting is the majority of our work. We also have a side businesses with rental properties, so forth and so on. But um, we work together as a family. Uh, we employ 130-some folks. Wow. Um, we do mostly industrial work, so we travel up and down the East Coast. Um, and have a lot of work going on in the area. Uh It's been a blessing, uh, to the family. Actually, my son is, is in the business and I have a nephew in the business. So, um... That's the future. All right. And and they're aggressive and moving forward, sometimes a little too aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) Hold the reins back. Uh, It's like, Dad, you can go on home. I got this. (laughs) Uh, I don't think so, son. (laughs) Yeah, son,
0: you know, I've been here in in a similar situation. Yeah.
2: yeah. (laughs) I thought I had it, too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just sit back and learn a little bit, and we'll move forward. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, 32 years uh-huh. this year since we started the business. And how'd you yeah. get started in in that line of work? Oh, that's a long story. Oh, okay. It wow. is, but it, it, uh, yeah, another one of those God things. Uh-huh. That I had, my background was welding and machine work, uh-huh. and that's what I intended to do was have a machine shop. Sure. And ended up with an electrical contracting business, so <laughs> it's the path God led me down, and... Just been there to follow it. Oh, neat. Sure enough. That's cool. I, I, so you started the company. you and, Yes. And along yes, me and cool. actually my aunt. She had had a crane business. Her and my uncle, Larry, the one that helped me get started in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. They'd sold their crane business and had a little money they wished to invest. So
1: we went into the electrical business. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's cool. Good. That's good. Yeah. That's a good line of work. Uh, Yeah. My papa was an electrician for a long time. If you're going to work with your hands, it's a
2: really good trade. Uh It it, it really is. And a good electrician is a good carpenter,
1: plumber, could do anything. Yeah. 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 Well, your family also is uh, into what they call stock car racing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Racing cars. Uh Tell us about some of that. That sounds like like a blast. Uh, So,
2: got my son on a dirt bike when he was eight or ten and after a few broken bones we thought well that's not the way we want to go <laughs> so we got into the go-kart racing traveling around the dirt tracks and moved up to the legends cars over in Charlotte and run those for a few years and then on into the the, the stock cars. Uh-huh. It's the lowest level of NASCAR it's called the Willing series but it is a it's a full Size car, uh-huh. just like what the Cup boys run, uh-huh. and we run local tracks. They's going to King Sport, and then them run over at Hickory. And uh so now I have two drivers. I have a son that's always dr- drove, and I have a son-in-law now, <laughs> and they're pretty competitive. So your competitive. daughter
0: recruited you another driver there. Well, right? yeah. yeah, he uh,
2: he was like a family member. We've known that's them cool. since he was around nine. But so my daughter, the, the the recently married, recently married, yeah, nursing degree, uh, working in labor and delivery, uh-huh. and, uh huh, and she lays the rules down. <laughs> so the, the the last race that my son and son in law were both in together, they ended up. Coming really together, so oh, no. so well so oh, that was gosh. uh the, so my daughter laid the law down so you can race and you can race, but not in the same race from now <laughs> on period ever, <laughs> and that's worked out better, our resources are more focused, so they uh uh, we just do it for a hobby, uh-huh. so it's not like we're into the points battle or, or trying to win championships. It's just something for anyway, the family yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I think we're past that. I don't think we <laughs> <laughs> you know how you become a billionaire uh, or millionaire racing? You start with a billion dollars, so— <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> And work your way down. Yeah, you
2: work your way down, uh, oh, So, yeah. uh, but we have fun with it. Uh, my wife really enjoys it, and the family
1: loves, likes coming to the races, so it's really good it's a fun sport to watch and yes, be a part of you know it is. Uh, it is I'd say that meeting in the garage was a little different that after that coming together
2: <laughs> I stayed out of the way I knew my daughter was capable of handling that and she did uh, <laughs> yes that's a good thing yeah she's a pretty serious young lady
1: when she needs to be yeah she sure is got a good head on her shoulders very much learn so. from the Thank best you. of them, I'd say yes yeah well we appreciate time the okay. time you've given us yeah uh, uh, thanks for being a commissioner. Sure, well, thank
2: you very much, and thank you guys for your hard work. Yeah. Traveling the bet. state, doing what you do. Uh, I love the show. I watch it every chance I get. Awesome. And sometimes I, I go to sleep watching it, not because it's boring, <laughs> just because I'm sleepy.
1: <laughs> hey, it's a good show to, yeah. to wind down to. Yes, it yeah. is. <laughs> right. It is. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, we enjoy what we do. And just great. happy to good. share the message, and thank you for working for the sportsman fantasy. Well, thank, thank you guys for coming to God's part of the country. You here. bet. Yeah. It's fun to be up this way for sure sure okay. well um don thank you you bet you bet jason uh this has been another great episode of tennessee wildcast thanks for listening and tuning in and watching uh go check out all our other stuff and remember tmwildlife.org for uh, all the greatest information you need for tennessee outdoors go buy a license go outdoors.tennessee.com, and uh, we'll see you next time